Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Escape the J-Curve and I have got a special episode for you today. For the first time, I have a guest on the show. My guest is Shirley Bilson. She is from the UK. She is a growing thought leader in the field of mental fitness for goal achievement and life fulfillment. She runs a podcast called The Revelation. And without further ado, let's go into the interview with Shirley Bilson. Hi, Shirley. Hi, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Do you know, you've taught me something. This is so interesting because when I record podcast interviews, I'm using Zoom and then uploading to Anchor. I didn't know you could do it straight into Anchor. Oh, you can. You can. You, you just have to invite uh, whoever you want to be on the show. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Learned something new. That's great. So let me do a quick intro and then we'll get started. So Okay. I am Rohan Nag. This is Escape the J-Curve podcast and episode 11. Today is a very special episode because I have got my first guest. And it's Shirley Bilson from the UK. She is a founder of the Mental Health Factory and also runs the Revelation podcast. Shirley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rohan. I'm rather excited to be your first guest. Um just one thing I would say, because yeah. it's very easy to get wrong, is the mental wealth factory rather than mental health. But hey, I get that wrong myself sometimes. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. No, no worries. We'll leave, we'll leave all the links for uh, for your work uh, in the description. So we'll get that right there. Cool. So before we get started, uh, I was going through, maybe you can say I was talking or doing research. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to call it, uh, I was just looking at your profile and I saw that you're doing some surfing. Is that correct? Surfing? No, no. It's my son that surfs. I've not ah. ever managed to be on a surfboard. No. Okay. So I was in Barcelona last year around December and I got my first surf lessons and it was so difficult. It was almost impossible for me. So I thought, you know, if you had some experience, maybe you could oh. ask you. Sadly, you need to get my son on the show for that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. I would love to. He'd be he'd actually be perfect for you, but I don't know where, how he's fixed for time, but Yeah, we can uh, we can set up a call uh, with him on Facebook and we'll decide. Okay. And now the the exciting stuff. So, uh, we'll get started with your background. Maybe you can introduce yourself and what you're doing currently and what you're passionate about right now. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, rather than bore everyone with my entire life story, can we be here for hours? Uh, let me just tell you a, a quick story, I think, about a defining moment in sure. my life. Yeah. When it came to self-belief and what I describe as internal rule setting and what you can or your listeners can learn from it. So if I set the scene for a moment, uh, you picture this myself and my partner, 
we're in England. We're it's a lovely mm-hmm. Sunday. We get some of those sometimes. Okay. Um, we're enjoying a, a nice glass of wine. We're about to order dinner. It's my treat because what had happened was I just banked my very first five-figure month in a brand new coaching business. Wow. Exactly. I, and it was a very, as you can imagine, a very exciting time for me because I'd only started Absolutely. it. Yep. Complete standing start nine months previously. So I was feeling on top of the world, like I've made it, as you know, as you can easily imagine. Mm-hmm. However, three months later, just three months, I was in debt, in crisis and totally lost I lost my confidence I lost my business and then I was I spent five years five years basically lost in not knowing what to do or or how to change it which was pretty awful in fact to the extent that I ended up uh taking on a job serving olives and cooked meats in a in a delicatessen Mm -hmm. so life was not good um and I'm a, a lot older than you, Rohan. If you use listeners don't know this, I'm going to, be, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be sixty this year. So, wow, you'll understand. That I was telling myself I'm too and, old. For and this. to be honest, you don't look sixty at all. Uh, oh, bless you, can't stop. I only post the good pictures. You know that, don't you? I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm telling myself I'm too old. I'm telling myself, you know, if you haven't made it by now, you never will. You've got nothing of value to offer. You can't sell. You're too unattractive for video. Your qualifications, your experience, there's no value, no point. And, I, you, you know, I'm sure some of your listeners will relate to this, telling myself that. Well, I relate to this a lot because my uh, first episode, I talk about the similar phase that I had. Uh, around October 2019, and I'll, uh, you know, uh, let you go on with your story, and I'll add it uh, later on, but yeah, please go on. Yeah, so, and at that point, you know, I'd had success at earlier points in my life, but you reach a point where you want something that not just pays you well, but satisfies your desire to do something of real value. Absolutely, something meaningful. Yeah, absolutely, and and I didn't seem to be (laughs) didn't seem to know what to do on any of those scores but then I had one of those epiphany moments you know where it it started to dawn on me which may seem very obvious when you listen to the story now but all of these thoughts and beliefs about being too old you know not having the right qualifications experience blah 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 were just projections they were thoughts they were beliefs they were just projections of a set of rules I thought I had to live by, but they yep. were other people's rules. Who sets these rules anyway? It's, uh, and each individual has to live by their own rules, by their own standards, by their own values. So, Totally, totally. And, and yep. that seems such an obvious thing, but actually... Very difficult to do. Yeah, it's not easy to identify that and because you can convince sure. yourself that those rules are unchangeable. There's nothing you can do about them. Because what those rules teach you, and and that's what they're designed for, you know, that's what our education system does. You know, if you work for a big corporation, you have to play by the rules, but it doesn't serve you. It hinders your creativity. It encourages you to avoid risk-taking. It plants seeds of guilt and doubt 
and an overwhelming desire to get it right and to know and to figure out what the hell right is. And that's yep. where I was stuck. So clearly I needed to break out of this. And once, but once I figured that out, that then meant I could start figuring out how to make my own rules. And the okay. minute, even though it took me five years, <laughs> the minute I decided, and it really is a decision. Yeah. I decided I could, and, and at that time, I could help solve the mental health crisis in schools. So I simply thought, okay, I'm going to build a website on this. I spoke at a national conference for mental health in schools. I pitched a book proposal for leadership in mental health for secondary schools. And a major publisher, uh, Routledge, I don't know if you've heard of them, uh, they gave me that book deal. Mm -hmm. And I set up meetings with the CEO of Mindset Works, which is the business, if you're familiar with this field, of Professor Carol Dweck of Growth Mindset fame. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, and none of that may be stuff that's familiar to to your listeners but the point is that was that was the pinnacle of well that's not that's not true entirely because there's always bigger but what i discovered was if you jump in deep enough you take that decision then there's no time for figuring out what the rules are you just get on and you do it and you can create massive positive change in your life at any moment if you're willing to start writing your own rules Absolutely. That's so deep and that's so powerful. Yes. So don't wait to, you know, for the right path to appear to you and don't be, uh, you know, bound by the so-called rules of society. Decide for yourself and make a move. And if you're on the right path, it will feel natural. It will feel right. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. And here's the mistake that I made you know, the piece that I didn't miss out, so um, didn't include rather. So I did what most people do. Mm -hmm. And maybe you've done it to you, Rohan. I started off by, by following business gurus, by signing up to big coaching programs, by, oh, yeah. yeah, by following all the steps, do this, do that, do the other. And that worked when, when I was doing those five figure months, that's what I was doing. I was following someone else's rules. So you'd think, Oh, that works then. That works. And I would yep. say it can work, but the piece that often is left out, and this is where we keep thinking, it's me, it's me, it's me. I can't do this. I can't do this. Why can other people do this? Is if we don't figure out that mindset piece first, because that is the one thing that will make all the difference, that will break you or make you. 100%. And this is this has been my experience as well. Like, no matter how much skill you have, no matter which guru you're following, if you don't have the mindset or the why or the internal alignment figured out, why are you doing something? It never uh, clicks or it's it's never successful or it's never as satisfying as it should be. No, totally. And, yeah. and there is such a strong temptation for people to miss that piece, even though they're hearing you say it, they're hearing me say it, <laughs> because... Those tool sets, those exciting programs, you know, they're sold to, but they're made to make sexy. They, they sound sexy. They sound exciting. They sound like you're just five minutes away from the life of your dreams. Yeah. Not the case. Not the case. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case. So you, you, 
you have to ground yourself first and work with someone who can get you to that place where you are rock solid, which doesn't mean you don't ever have doubts. Yep. But you surround yourself with people that can can support you in that holding, you know, holding yourself together. It's like you can do this and, and be more than just, you know, a, a support team of cheerleaders, people that actually get it and, and can help you and are on the same wavelength and riding the same roller coaster. And that's if you why, do, uh, sorry to interrupt you. That's no, I was just going to say, if you can do that, then then you're ready to take yeah. on the roller coaster. Yep, yep, absolutely. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I created the podcast. You know, I didn't want uh, another self-help guru who has made it already teaching us stuff, but I just wanted it to be a tribe of people who are in the trenches doing things, doing, you know, taking steps to go to their dreams and fulfilling their goals and then mm. helping each other move up. Not people who have already done, uh, been there and done that, but people who are actually in the trenches and doing it right now. Maybe they're one step ahead of somebody else who is just starting out, but can help them tell the real story. That's, that's so cool. I think that's brilliant. And I, I'm, sure that many many people will will jump on and and become part of that that tribe that you're creating i think that's a fabulous thing because I, I think absolutely. what you've identified is, is quite right there's there's often this huge gap isn't there between yes. people who have no idea and people that kind of know all the secrets but they're only sharing some of them absolutely absolutely so we are certifiably the real deal. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Okay. So uh, if I were to pick uh, one thing that is driving you or uh, motivating you right now, it would be correct to say that to help people build self-confidence and believe in themselves to go after their dreams. Would that be a yeah, correct way no, that's, that's very well said. Yeah. Fundamentally it is. It's a mindset. I, I describe it as reinvention because for some people it is right at that base level of moving past the fear, the anxiety, the, the lack of belief. And that's a core group that I work with. But then there's the, the next step up of, of people that I also work with who are ready for that jumping off point, but, yeah. they, but they don't know where to start. And okay. And if if anyone has almost bought it, bought the T-shirt, bought the book, done, the, <laughs> it's me. I've probably tried most technologies out there and most routes for online business, offline business. And so supporting people in, OK, what direction is going to be right for you? How can you do that? How can you become someone that creates a life on your terms? Then then there's those two levels. And that's where I'm keen to work with people sure sounds good um so say that somebody wants to start off and they've got their mindset thing handled they're not uh, as afraid of the uncertainty of starting something new anymore yeah but they are not very experienced in business mm. do you have a tip on say business or strategy or internet marketing that every newcomer who wants to start get their message their product their service across one thing they want to, they should concentrate on when they start off 
Yes, the key thing, and I've ignored this far too many times in my own experience, which is an irony because I have a master's degree in marketing. Mm -hmm. um, but the key thing is before you invest in any product, before you build your website, before you do anything, make sure you're really, really, really clear on who your customers are and what what their concerns are, what matters to them. Right. Because if you start from that point, you can't really go wrong. No matter which technology you pick, you know, some I would recommend over others, but but the messaging will be right. Yep. I know from experience having built site after site, funnel after funnel, um, that you can lose months of your life in the technology, convincing yourself that you're doing something constructive and then be crushed because you create a funnel. And for those that don't know what a funnel is, basically it's just bringing a customer through and getting them to, to become a customer. Yep. Um, and, and you get to that point where, and I've done this, in fact, I, I still do it now. You get customers, potential customers, should I say, coming through, but then they don't convert to paying customers. And you just spent months of your life with the technology. And if you had invested a little more time before you began on being crystal clear, who do I work with? Yep. Then you would save yourself a lot of money and time and grief. And because all of that work, that, that chips away at your self-belief again. If you don't get that right, then you can start to go back into a place of self-doubt, as you know. Yep. So one example I always uh, share or have in my mind is, uh, imagine you are uh, very talented in a very niche skill. Suppose you're the world's best underwater basket weaver. <laughs> but, but there are only three people who want to buy an ebook uh, talking about underwater basket weaving. So, yeah, I mean, your passion is important, but it also has to intersect with a large enough market for it to be profitable and uh, to be good business, to have you're positive. So right. You're so right. Yeah. However, the Internet makes makes the answer to that question a lot different than it used to. I used to work with a coach who said, if you've got a market of 100,000, yep. then it's big enough. And so if you're selling underwater basket weaving, <laughs> yeah. you, you probably could find 100,000 throughout the world who are passionate about underwater basket weaving. Sure. Um, and that that's where the internet changes everything. Yes, the reachability uh, through Facebook groups and things like that. Yeah, I agree with you there. And you and I have the advantage of being people that speak a language that is more widely spoken than any other language in the world. Um, yes. Which helps. It does. It does. So uh, going back to the mindset thing, um, mm. what do you think uh, uh, people struggle with the most? Is it their uh, self-belief or false beliefs? And what is the best way uh, to overcome uh, negative belief that you hold about yourself in your experience okay i'll try and keep the answer as brief as i can um 
So the main thing is when people get caught up in what they should do, and, and the minute you're thinking, oh, I should do this, I should do that, should do the other, that's evidence that you're still adopting someone else's rule set. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing is to identify, you know, am I, you know, whose rule set am I trying to live by? That's got to be your first steps because you've got to realize if it's, if it's still full of shoulds, then it's somebody else's and you're not yet in the place to even start doing your own thing. The way okay. to move out of anxiety is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I spent, I spend hours working with people on this but if i can try to simplify it as much as i can when we're stuck in a place of self-doubt or anxiety or anything that makes us feel uncomfortable or we can't move forwards for whatever reason what's happening is our mind is programmed to focus on what doesn't work and what doesn't feel good right and that's happening in us in our subconscious. So we're not purposely doing things that make us feel miserable or unhappy, or we don't think we are, but we've created a pathway, a neural pathway that has got quite well grooved. You know, it's like a track that's been traveled along many, many, many times, and it becomes easy yep. to travel yep. down that track. Yep. So what I start working with people on is is an understanding of and you see this with manifestation and and affirmations people trying to say oh what you need to do is just say this thing or just get a you know a a load of these pictures and put them on your wall and that will do it the missing piece that your subconscious needs needs to try to start to buy into that and genuinely change the direction of your life is sensory information okay that's the fundamental building block of your subconscious brain yep so my tip is what you need to start doing is paying close attention in as as many moments as you can and i often ask people to journal this just because that then focuses the mind but if in every moment, so whilst someone is listening to this podcast right now, they just pause for a second, look around them, notice where they are, what they can see, how they're feeling, where they're sitting, you know, what the temperature is in the air, what the light is like, what they can hear in addition to the podcast, and focus on all of the positive elements they can within the moment. Yep. So they create a sensory four-dimensional image, if you like, of what this feels like. Now, doing that once changes nothing. But if you start to train yourself to do that often, even if it starts off as just once a day, once a day I'm going to do this and I'm going to capture it and then I'll forget. The more you do it, what you start to do is you use the neuroplasticity of the brain to strengthen a new pathway, a new network. And once your brain gets the hang of it, it it has a store. There's a huge database in the back end of your brain that's been collecting information for, for as long as you've been alive. And it begins to bring things out of the, the back room, you know, where they've been buried in the dust and starts to go, oh, 
oh, I never knew you were interested in this. And then it starts to show you more. And the more you do it, the quicker it becomes and the stronger it becomes. And eventually, for those that don't know about neuroplasticity, you actually change the shape of your brain in the part yep. of the brain that accesses that information. So new ne neural connections are formed. Yes. Yeah. And sorry if that was a long answer, but I hope it was. No, no, it was very fascinating and so interesting. So if I, if I were to summarize that, you're saying the biggest journey of your life probably begins with you going inwards. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, changing the way you view yourself and, and your deepest feelings or values, which are maybe incorrect, which may, may be you know formed way before you were conscious and based on certain societal norms but they're no way you know correct or helpful uh today totally. so go on an inner journey and then then everything becomes easier yeah you've summarized that beautifully it's a bit like if i can use an analogy that um that may not work for everyone but I don't, I don't surf. You asked me about surfing earlier. I don't surf, but I mm -hmm. do have a belt in Taekwondo. Yeah. If you imagine what most people want to do, so they see a martial art, they want to go in and they want to get fighting and kicking and punching and doing all that exciting stuff, but they don't have the skills to do it and they never have the skills to do it unless they start with the really simple, basic, not very exciting stuff. Yep. To teach your muscles and your brain this is how this works and so you have to have the same discipline with your business of going yeah it's all very exciting chasing that big stuff but you're not ready for it you've got to as you said start with the not not so exciting quiet yeah. inner stuff absolutely and that's uh, so two observations on that you cannot build a huge building on a very unstable base quite. you have to have you know, pretty stable base. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of starting something new. Maybe it's a new business. It highlights where your weaknesses are and it tells you where you need to improve, which skills you need to build, which skills you need to outsource to other people, which you're not good at yourself and how to bring a team together. So it shines a light on your shortcomings as well. And, you know, in some cases you improve, in other cases you find complementary skill sets to balance those out you do if you're a wise person yeah but i spent a lot of years not being a wise person rohan so i just want to share <laughs> the um the disastrous mistakes that i've made over the years um and it you know it doesn't stop people making mistakes we all we all chart our own path yep i love what you're doing to to do your best to enable people to find their way in the least painful and the most uplifting kind of way possible. Yeah. And I also know that, you know, people have their own journeys and no matter, no matter what we tell them, they will mm. make the mistakes. But even if one person is, uh, benefits from the lessons that we share, I think I'll be very happy. Indeed. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, completely. So uh, quite a good episode. We went deep. We discussed a lot of very interesting topics. Um, what are your thoughts? I think it went pretty well. 
Yeah, I, well, I'm glad you did. I, I think you, you're a good interviewer and you have a a nice, authentic feel. I, I, I think you're going to do really well and I'm really rooting for you with your podcast. Well, thank you so much and thanks for coming on. Uh, you are the first guest and I'll remember this episode for a long time. So uh, where can people find you to, if they want to get in touch with you and if they want to work with you where can they find you the easiest way uh i have a podcast which is called revelation but you need to look for revelation shirley bilson the easiest way is via email in all honesty which is shirley at the mental wealth not health wealth factory.co.uk um connect with me there i'm on facebook again under the mental wealth factory but in all honesty if you google me you will find me all over the place and that is the easiest thing. But if people are interested in being considered for a program I've just put together called Rule Breaking for Beginners, mm -hmm. live life on your terms, then the best thing to do is to email me at shirley at thementalwealthfactory.co.uk. Great. So uh, are you on Apple Podcast? If you are, I'll link it in the description as well. So people can find you yeah is Re revelation on apple podcast as well yes it is great so i'll link that as well and thanks so much for coming online and i wish you all the best for mental wealth factory and the work that you're doing and i hope that we you know catch up soon maybe on your podcast next and we keep doing the good work indeed likewise thank you so much rohan i really enjoyed it and i wish you uh all the best. What's the time where you are at the moment? It's almost 7.30 in India now. Oh, okay. Yeah. 7.30 p.m. or a.m.? 7.30 p.m., yeah, in the evening. Oh, good. Oh, well, I'm glad I was... Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right, well, have a good... Yeah, sorry. Go on. No, I was just saying, have a good evening and um, keep well. How is it there with the covid well, it's the same. The place that I'm in, in uh, it's called Bangalore. It's one of the metropolitan cities in India. It's not as bad as, say, Mumbai or Delhi. Mm. And we're slowly opening up. Uh, so by the end of this month, uh, I see, uh, you know, like things returning to normal unless there are more cases, uh, obviously. So, yes, things slowly getting back to normal but not there yet and i'm hopeful that we'll be there by by the end of this month yeah yeah let's hope so all right lovely to talk to you and um yes as you say we'll keep in touch um yeah we'll we'll do something similar soon absolutely have a great weekend catch up with you thank soon. you you too Anne. okay thank bye you. bye